What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot and attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves. Cyber Reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you. In the fight to end cyber attacks, we are the defenders. Join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats. Cyber Reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com. Was your dog born to dash and dance? This holiday season, find out where all that energy comes from with an Embark Dog DNA Kit. Discover your dog's unique breed mix by screening for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Developed by veterinarians, give your dog the best care with the highest rated dog DNA test. Order now for the best deal of the year. Save $64 on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. That's promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot and attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves. Cyber Reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you. In the fight to end cyber attacks, we are the defenders. Join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats. Cyber Reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com. Was your dog born to dash and dance? This holiday season, find out where all that energy comes from with an Embark Dog DNA Kit. Discover your dog's unique breed mix by screening for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Developed by veterinarians, give your dog the best care with the highest rated dog DNA test. Order now for the best deal of the year. Save $64 on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. That's promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. Hello and welcome to a special Star Wars episode of the Spicy Gerbil. We're doing this for the second time because I fudged up. I'm Kevin and I'm joined by... Taylor. Jamie. And uh, we're about to watch uh, the original Star Wars movie. Um, a a, a fan-made theatrical cut of the movie. Uh, I've, I've seen this version before. Jamie, you said that you grew up watching the originals of VHS. Yep. So it's going to be pretty close to what you saw. Um Taylor, you've never seen Star Wars? Never seen it. So, brand new experience. Yes. Are you excited? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. In a way. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since we literally just talked yeah. about this a few minutes ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, so, I'll say this again for the second time. Um, 
this isn't going to be the regular episode that goes up Saturdays at noon. So if you're not into Star Wars because you're a loser, um, you can skip these episodes. Um, but I wanted to record this because I thought it would be fun for those of you who do appreciate um, Star Wars. Or if you just like our podcast that much, thank you, by the way. Uh, if you wanted to kind of follow Taylor's experience of seeing these movies for the first time, uh, Jamie revisiting them. Um, I figured that we could we could watch the movies kind of leading up to the release of episode nine this December. And um, yeah, I think yeah. it'd be cool to kind of chronicle your viewing experience of the movies. And um, once we have watched each one, we can kind of like directly get your feedback on the movies. Right. Um, I won't go into a big long spiel about my thoughts on the current movies until we get to those movies. <laughs> uh, so everything is safe from the toxic Star Wars fandom for now. Um, fuck Ryan Johnson. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> uh, we, 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 we were talking about how um, this is the original theatrical version uh, unofficially released on Blu-ray that we're about to watch. So you're not going to see any of the edits that were made in the 90s or the 2000s. Um, it's going to be a good time, I think. I hope. I, I hope you enjoy so. it. Yeah. I just hope you don't fall asleep. Or sit, uh, I have to sit down. I have a problem getting up and walking. Yeah. But I do that too because I get anxious. Uh -huh. So if you see me like standing up or like moving around a lot, yeah, I can't really help it. Well, I'm still listening, but... It's just sometimes I can't sit down. You gotta sit down and watch and listen to appreciate it. I know. Worst comes to worst, I got some ratchet straps. We'll just strap her down. <laughs> yeah. And the thing with this one too, during the first act of the movie, I, I won't spoil anything, but there's a lot of like walking around by C-3PO and R2, and not a lot of action in those moments. And they're they're world building. Basically, they're they're get, getting you to know this planet and just how barren it is and how kind of seedy and sketchy it can be. Um, but you know, this is a movie from '77, so there there's not. I don't want to get on the soapbox, but with today's blockbuster movies, uh, it seems like there always has to be action moment, comedy bit, action. Maybe you'll get like a little bit of drama for a couple minutes, but better believe they're going to follow it up with a comedic bit or something action he's going to happen this isn't that movie there is comedy in it there is action in it but they they build to it so there's going to be some right off the bat but then there's going to be a stretch of time where we're just kind of following these characters on a journey okay so um which i love um but it's definitely not made in the in the same way that modern films are made maybe that's a good thing yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> but I'm biased at the same time. Um, do you? What do you know about Star Wars? I just know, like we were talking earlier, <laughs> is just like some characters' names. But I know, I think it's like in space, yep. and that's about it. No, I know there's like a battle that's supposed to happen, or that does happen, <laughs> or um, that's about it. Like I really don't. I'm like a newborn baby. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. What's what? Yeah. The most I've seen is like, um, like Disney has, and I've never been to Disneyland or world or either. Yeah. So I know that they have like a park or a, yeah. a theme there, but yeah, no, I don't know anything. You know what? You did watch like maybe five minutes of Star Wars before you made me change it when we went on vacation. 
I did? Uh-oh. Yeah, when we went uh, to the cabin, and I was watching it, and you're like, change this. <laughs> it's boring. I was like, did oh, I really? this is Star Wars. <laughs> Exposed. I don't remember doing that. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's when uh, Luke and Yoda were in the swamp training. Oh, you made them change Luke and Yoda. Okay. okay. I, d- <laughs> I don't remember that. What was I doing? Uh, I don't know. What I want Okay. I was enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the- I don't remember doing it. Or saying it. <laughs> Some of the most iconic parts of these movies. Sorry. Between Luke and Yoda. Um. Kevin over here may flip the table. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I took that CBD before we started this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. Sorry. Uh, It's okay. We'll we'll just forget that that ever happened. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. But yeah, no, I think it'll it'll be cool to uh, sort of archive this this adventure that you're about to go on. Um, And hopefully I'm at will join us maybe for the next ones but he he decided to get sick and cough up a bunch of junk from his lungs i guess so he's not here for dang this it one. matt yeah abandoned yet again yep i was gonna say oh matt matthew matt shame shame <sighs> take care of yourself boy you think he'll come to work on uh monday tomorrow i hope so i guess it depends Depends. If he's like legit sick, nobody's gonna really care. Yeah. Um, but then he know. can't stay out for like a week. I guess yeah. he could, but mm, missing work already, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would assume that he would have said something by now. Yeah. I don't know. Hope you get better, Matt. Yeah. So with that said, um, you wanna you wanna do the Star Wars thing? Sure. Yep. Let's do it. All right, we'll pause this recording, and when we come back from the break, Taylor will have seen the original Star Wars wow. for the first time. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com stay little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, we did it. Our heroes saved the day. The Death Star has been blown up. Han, Luke, and Leia are all buddy-buddy friends again after Han... Kind of went AWOL for a second. And the good guys won. Woo! That's right. God, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Bring, so good. It really does. It brings me back. Um, like I was telling you when we were watching it, um, 
it just brought back memories of sitting on like the black and white couch I had when I was little and like almost like remembering the TV I watched it on. It was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a did you have a favorite part to it? I feel like my favorite part was when I don't know. Maybe not. But I did like I mean I always like when he thought what's his name? Luke? Yeah. And he's like obsessed with Leia. So I guess whenever he's like finding out about her and you know and it like um what's the I don't see I don't know any of the names. The, okay. the robot. Three PO or R two? Maybe R two. R two's a little short one. Yes. Little, whenever little he's one. replaying over and over and over and he's like, Who is that? You know, um maybe just finding out more about because that was like a mystery too, but Yeah. During the, so like the little hologram that was recorded, the message that she originally intended for, for Obi-Wan. Yeah. And yeah. then when they finally met, I was like, oh, but I'm a sucker for. Well, it's a cool moment because they make you wait a good long yeah. while before that finally pays off. Yes. Right? Like we're, we're introduced. Leia is the first main character that we meet in the movie. Uh, as far as the good guys go, we see Vader before her, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. do see Vader first, but, um, we see her, and then she goes away for a while. She's been captured by the Empire, um, and then this message gets out via R two D two, and yeah, there's all this mystery surrounding the character of Leia to Luke. Right? Right. Who is she? She's beautiful. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Um, and this, there's probably a good what thirty minutes, forty yeah. minutes that goes by before they finally meet up, which is one thing that I kind of really like about the movie is they. It, they they took their time introducing the characters kind of one by one yeah. before finally getting them all into a group. So like if you didn't already know that like Luke, Han, Leia are like the main trio and you were watching it for the first time during that first part of the movie, you might not think they would ever meet up. Right, right yeah, because I was like, I was hopeful. Like, oh, they're going to get married. But yeah. who's going to get married? Luke and Princess Leia. That's awesome. So... I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, and then they didn't freaking meet for a while. Yeah. So, yes, but those were my two favorite scenes if I had to pick. Those are really good. Those are really good. I think as much of a fanboy as I am for Han, in this specific movie, my favorite parts, I think, are always uh, the couple of times where Ben or Obi-Wan is explaining the Force to Luke, those teaching mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. And and Luke, as Obi-Wan says, taking his first steps into a larger world. The movie just does a really good job with uh, what's called the, the hero's journey, uh, which is where you have this character who is called upon to do this great thing, but they come from kind of an average existence, an average background. Um, they get this call to duty, and at first they're very hesitant about it, but then something finally pushes them out the door. There's always the mentor character, and then they mm-hmm. do the great thing, and the day saved, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and Star Wars uh, is such a good example of that hero's journey. Um, but uh, what, what did you think about like the twist of like saving the damsel in distress? Like Princess Leia isn't your ordinary, helpless female yeah. that's been captured or whatever she's 
get a lot of personality and attitude and there's moments where she takes charge of right. the situation and considering the movie's from 77 yeah like that wasn't going down a lot of movies right. at all right like a lot of female characters were always kind of like secondary to the to whoever the main guy was and the guy's bossing everybody around and he's taking charge and it's got to be macho but star wars doesn't really do that you get some of that with han mm-hmm. but that's part of han being a jerk at first and eventually coming around to finally being a good guy for the rest of the series. Right. So that's part of his story. But what, what were your thoughts about Leia? I just liked it. I like how I, I, I was about to say, I think you're right about that. Cause I don't know a lot of history, but I do know that it's always been men first, but I do like how she has that kind of like attitude and she um, takes charge, especially with Han. She just, I mean, she's not afraid of him. Yeah, she um, gives him a lip. Yeah, like the whole, she does. <laughs> almost every scene they're together yeah. in. So that's really cool. Um, I don't know. I just find it her her um, character in general is fascinating to me. Yeah, because there's a. I feel like there's a lot of things about her, but you just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not yet. Anyways, it goes deeper with her too. With all the characters, they you yeah. get you'll. Once we get to Empire Strikes Back, the sequel to this movie, like you are going to get a much deeper look at all of the characters, okay. like in their personalities, kind of what makes them tick, how they feel about each other. Yeah, Star Wars was was really cool in that, you know, it's like this nice big adventure and uh, some smaller character moments, but not as many as what you're going to get with Empire. You'll still get an adventure with Empire, but it takes a little bit more of a. Um, I guess just a closer look at their personalities. Okay. That's what I would say. Yeah. So. Because I'm interested in finding out about. Now I'm like hooked. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Well, we Kevin. Can do, we can do Empire soon, but don't spoil anything about these I, characters, I'm, Jamie. I'm not. Because you're going to get more Luke. You're going to get more Han. You're going to get more Leia. You're going to get more background on Vader. Okay. That's going to be yeah. a big part of Empire Strikes Back. Um and that's that's all I'm going to say about Empire before you see it, I think. I feel like the only thing I really didn't pay attention to was just towards the end, which was probably the most crucial part. It's just when they were like fighting and it was just, I mean, I saw it, but it's like, you know, I was trying to do other things. Um, yeah. Well, it, it was just a computer. Like I saw when they were fighting on their screens, I was so interested on how... Do y'all remember when you were younger playing video games, like the old, old ones? Mm-hmm. Like the old school Atari. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I was like, what? Because that's, it brought me back. Not that I'm from 77, but yeah, it I'm, just made me think of growing up. A hundred percent. And, and when I was still bright eyed, bushy eyed about Disney taking over, because I was like, hell yeah, we're getting more Star Wars movies and Disney has Marvel and they do okay with those Marvel movies. So I'm sure Star Wars is going to be great too. Little did I know. But <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk more about this once we get to episode seven. But they keep those computers in the new movies. The The Star Wars Ooh. technology looks the same in the new movies. And like I remember, oh, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, I'll just say once I've, <laughs> the first time seeing episode seven was like, very emotional because mm-hmm. we didn't think it was going to happen because for years Lucas was like no more Star Wars no more Star Wars no more Star Wars but when I saw that they were using the quote unquote old Star Wars tech in the new stuff and like staying faithful to just how things look uh-huh. 
It was, I, I got teary-eyed. No, where se- uh, seven is? Seven is going to take place approximately 30, 35 years after what we just saw. Maybe okay. 40 years. So Is that the new one? Yeah, it's the new one. Okay. That's the new one. And it'll have these older characters in it, and you'll get to see them as they matured and that sort of thing. But it's also very much so about a new bunch of characters that aren't even mentioned in these movies. Okay. So The only one that I know anything remotely about, and I only saw like one scene, was Jimmy was watching... It was a Disney version. I don't know... Uh, Rogue One, probably. Maybe. They were walking through a desert, and there was like a bunch of people. Mm. That's all I know. Maybe it was a newer one, but yeah, yeah. Because I, I think he told me at some point that, and Jamie has stepped away for people that are wondering why Jamie's not talking about this. But at some point, Jamie told me that he watched one called Rogue One, mm-hmm. which is basically the story of those Death Star plans that Leia had, how mm-hmm. the Rebels got those, and so. Rogue One came out just a few years ago, but literally the ending of Rogue One goes right into the beginning of the movie that we saw. Okay. Fairly seamlessly, too, with like Vader and the Stormtroopers breaking into that rebel ship and all that stuff. That is one of the good things I'll say about Rogue One. Other than that, it's kind of boring, but... Yeah. um, Is that that all they did with that one? Yeah, it's all about how the rebels got the Death Star plans. Okay. Which is... Which is fine if you want to do a movie on that. And if we watch, oh God, if we watch Rogue One and we do a podcast <laughs> on that one. Uh, is that the one that I you watched? I love Rogue One. Oh God. Is that the one that you watched? Best one like, ever. When, a lot of um, people think that. Like two years ago? Yes, I believe so. And you were like, this, I can't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm so bored. It's boring. You don't yeah. care about any of the characters. Okay, whatever. I'll say it right now, but I won't, I won't rant about it too much. If you're going to make a movie where we know how it ends, spoilers, the Rebels are going to get the Death Star plans. That mm-hmm. was in the 77 movie. Yep. You have to have interesting characters along the way then. Yeah. And the characters in Rogue One are so two-dimensional and flat and boring and like kind of unlikable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't care what happens to these characters. Yeah. And that's not good when you already know how a movie's going to end. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to have some interesting kind of below the surface stuff going on. And to me, Rogue One didn't have it. A lot of people actually will tell you that it's their favorite Star Wars movie because it's the one that feels most like a quote unquote war movie Mm -hmm. where you get like a lot of ground battles and you get to see soldiers and uh, on a a kind of gritty, dark sort of way, like a a World War II movie or something like that. But if you don't care about the characters, who cares about any of the action going on? Yeah, that's true. Just personally, but I don't know. They um, <clears throat> they did some interesting. It's not all bad. I just I was not a huge fan of it. Right. And normally, when a Star Wars movie comes out in theaters, I'll see it a few times. Mm-hmm. And on the second time seeing, it, I fell asleep halfway through. Oh my gosh! Like so. Yeah. So hard and cringy to watch. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. But so. It's 2019, and you've watched the 77 movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. You, does it feel like any of it holds up, like as far as like the aesthetic of it, the visuals of it? I really liked it. Like you know, you'll see some. Like there was one scene where 
um there was like a meteor shower yep. where i was like i can tell that's being like rocked but yeah where they're kind of like moving yeah, the set of the the falcon but it was still good because i feel like you can have crappy effects mm-hmm. or for their time it was probably really good yeah um but it's also the excuse me it's also the um the people playing it. If you have someone who's real a really good actor, no. you can fall into the scene even if it's kind of crappy. So I feel like they were all really good actors and could pull it. Because mm-hmm. you even said that one man was wearing slippers. <laughs> Peter Cushing, yeah, who plays Grandma Tarkin, who's kind of like the uh the main bad guy <laughs> of the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, so very small budget, and his boots didn't fit, so he wore, he wore slippers when his feet weren't being shown on camera. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you'd have stuff like that, but you know what? They act through it. The, the, I mean, good actors can make you fall into a scene, and yeah, you don't even think about. Well, that that was kind of rocking sure. back and forth. You know, you you jump into it, but. And another thing that I really like about the look of Star Wars is they don't go and try to make everything look bright and shiny mm-hmm. and super high tech like a lot of sci-fi films where where everything has to be perfect and super clean. Things are dirty yes. in this movie. Like the droids R2 and 3PO look like they've been beat up. Uh the Falcon looks like it's falling apart, right? Obviously mm-hmm. the the planet of Tatooine where Luke grew up is a desert. There's nothing glamorous about that, right? right. right. He, he, it looks like he's living in like a, a sand hut or something and his clothes are all dirty and dusty and you know, really the only thing that's ever shiny and clean would be Towards the start of the movie, I guess, Leia's clothes, like her white robes or whatever, mm-hmm. and the Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. Everything else is dirty right. in that movie, you know? I really like that, too, and I really like the technology that was in it, because mm-hmm. 477, like we were talking about, it's not the best, um, but back then it was probably great, but even today, I'm like, you know what, that, like we were talking about, that looked like video games from whenever I was young. Yeah. So it was nice to see it's not super like, because you, you look at some like you were saying and it's just like everything's a, a screen or, you know, they'll walk up and then the mm-hmm. screen imagines, um, um, appears. or But in this movie, it's just, I don't know, it's, it was nice. It's not yeah. super uh, done, too, like too yeah. much. I think it helps it feel more real like it helps you lose yourself in it a little bit more yeah um but i I do think like so the stuff that kind of looks fake to me uh the lightsaber blades aren't super Mm -hmm. tight there are moments where you can actually see like the pole underneath that lighting that they put over it in Mm post-production um and then like the blaster bolts look a little cartoony or Mm -hmm. whatever but I just love that, like, there's real ship models, and it's not you're not seeing like a cartoon flying, but it's something that's being manipulated by some camera uh, or some prop master and a camera, and it's all tricks yeah. of you know uh, of of different filming techniques that they use to where when you see an explosion, that was a real prop in front of a camera that really blew up, like they really wired it to make wow, you know, yeah, an explosion. Um, and there's some cool like behind the scenes stuff you can watch of like even them like making the Death Star and 
it would, you know, obviously it's not this huge giant real Death Star, but depending on what shot they need, um, like during that final battle scene, where there would be something several feet long that would be that section of the Death Star, and you just watch it just get lit up, and they'd have wow. to rebuild it again or whatever to do it if they needed another shot yeah. of it. So just like knowing like all the work and the craftsmanship that went into that stuff, I think also helps it stay good looking. Yeah. You know, seeing the Falcon take off always looks really good because that's something that they built. Um, and you can, I'll show you some photos later too of them on set where like they really made like a life size Falcon prop to be in the background. Like that's not CGI'd in that's, there's something there that you could touch and it was the Falcon. You wow. know what I mean? Like as, as far as it needed to be for the camera. How much do you think that prop cost? I don't, it's, it, they probably tore it down as soon as they were done using it. Rip. Right. <laughs> that is sad. It bums me out. Like, I wish the original Falcon was out there somewhere, but it probably got scrapped and recycled. And that's just, that's how they did it back then. Now, Lucasfilm, you know, they keep everything. Oh, yeah. You know, this this was used for two seconds in the movie. Can't throw it away. You got to put it in a museum, you know, mm -hmm. Indiana Jones style. Um, or some crazy fan buys it for like five billion dollars. That's yeah. insane to think that this film wasn't supposed to be what it was. Yeah. <laughs> is is yeah. It was made on on a on a shoestring budget. Well, I wonder what the budget was. I can look it up. Yeah, let's do that because it's like how much, you know. So Star Wars: A New Hope was made for. Da, 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 $11 million, which wow. if you made a movie like that today is nothing. Like yeah. $11 million is like a small comedy wow. or something, not some giant blockbuster movie. Right. So uh, budget of $11 million, box office, what it, what it took in at uh -huh. the theater, $775.4 million. Oh my God. That's Star Wars. Wow. And that was, uh, that's still to this day or that was at that time? Uh, during its theater run. I don't know if that's like counting in like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like all the re-releases? Actually, I'm seeing right here. Um, so, I guess all in all... Wait, no, I'm looking at something for Canada. It's the second highest grossing film of all time in Canada and oh. the, the U.S. But So if you look at Star Wars, let's look for highest grossing movie. And you got to adjust it for inflation, right? Because five bucks and 77 is not the same as five bucks for today. Okay. Yeah, so adjusted for inflation. Star Wars is number two. With a total take of, looks like one billion six hundred thirty-five million one hundred thirty-seven dollars nine hundred dollars. Uh, number one is Gone with the Wind, but that one's really weird because Gone with the Wind was like in and theaters on and off for like forty years. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah, that movie because it was made in nineteen thirty-nine. There weren't a lot of movies oh being made, God. you know, and so it stayed in movie theaters and came back in movie theaters and. Uh, all that good stuff. Well, yeah, that's. I guess that would be true because if there wasn't a lot of movies being 
I guess they would just constantly play. Yeah. And it's, you know, one of the classics, if, if not the classic, you know, movie. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's, both movies are kind of hard to s- determine, like, what do you really count? Do you, you count every single nickel that comes in for the film, depending on release, or do you only count the first initial release in theaters? Right. If you did that with Gone with the Wind, it's not really fair because there weren't as many, and as many movie theaters mm-hmm. then. You know what I mean? So. Well. But anyway, yeah, so after Gone with the Wind, it's, it's Star Wars. Wow. It's Star Wars. So. That's crazy. I wonder why it's called Star Wars, though. I think uh, it's okay. So Lucas was inspired by stuff he grew up watching, like Flash Gordon uh, and like old serials that were you know, sci-fi and in nature. And I think S- Star Wars is something where it kind of gets you to the point of, hey, this taking this is there's a conflict. There's some sort of war going on. It's out in space, so it's nice and simple, mm-hmm. right? It's easy to remember. Star Wars. Yeah. You know, but it's also got kind of like a campy. Sort of like goofy sound to it too, Star Wars. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't like, sound super serious. No, because when I think about it, I'm like Star Wars. Like like Space Wars or, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been something. But Star Wars, like, you couldn't call it anything else, I don't think. Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's it really is right to the point. Yeah. Right? Um, and you get the subtitles as they went on. Like I said, later on, they called it A New Hope, Episode mm-hmm. 4, A New Hope. And then all the sequels had their subtitles, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Um, now, what's the deal with them and Star Trek? Completely separate things. Completely yeah, different. but isn't which, which one came first? Star Trek. Star oh, Trek okay. goes back to the 60s. Okay. But that would be an example of like some sort of sci-fi franchise where everything is nice and clean and shiny and super, right. everything's super serious and... It's good stuff, but it's it it doesn't have that same aesthetic whatsoever of having it look lived in and things have been used and reused and recycled and whatever. Yeah. So Star anyway, Wars is just the best. It is. It is. I would take Star Wars over over Star Trek for sure. But again, very different things. So Star Trek is very Science fiction, where they're trying to base stuff in like real world physics and that sort of thing. And how would this technology work? Whereas you got Star Wars, which is science fantasy. Like, there's a little bit of physics in there, I guess, but kind of not really (laughs) at the same time. Like, you've got space wizards. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, there's magic in it. The Force is magic. Um, there's, There's big, big fantasy elements to Star Wars that you really don't get that much of in Star Trek. So it's very much like Harry Potter. Ugh. <laughs> Harry Potter's a good movie. Ugh. Um, but yeah, that was Star Wars. Did you have any other thoughts on it, Jamie? Like going back and seeing it for the first time in quite a while? Oh, just love it. Like, I can't wait to, as crazy as it sounds, listeners, I'm going to ratchet strap my wife down so she can uh, watch the next one without getting up. Yeah, we're going to have to like tape open your eyelids too so you can't even blink during Empire oh, Strikes Back. Nope. Can't do that. That's so good. But Empire does need to be like a little less distracted. Yeah. <laughs> Just cuz there's there's way more going on in that movie than in the first one. 
as much as there was going on in a, in a New Hope slash Star Wars. Right. So, anyway, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, I'm sorry it took me so long. Oh, yeah. We've not <laughs> talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> we started this podcast on Sunday, and it is now Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, that, that's the time gap. Taylor bailed on us. Yeah. Right when Greedo walks into the cantina to confront Han, Taylor had to, had to go, and... Uh, <laughs> we finally found time to finish the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And I was so, I was like, well, I'll come back and watch it. And it was like 930 before I, wasn't it like 930 before I got home? Yeah, oh something gosh. like that. So, so next time, no excuses. I don't care what plans you cancel them. It's Star Wars. That's right. I'm not going to allow you to make those plans. Yeah. We'll have to find a time where like you can have all your attention on the screen. Mondays or Tuesdays? Mondays or Tuesdays. That's the best okay. option. Well? We weren't far off. It was Sunday. <laughs> yeah. The next day. Could, yeah. So do you want to try to maybe do... There's nothing important going on on Monday. Yeah. No big holiday or anything? Matt? Nope. <laughs> yeah, Monday. And then I go to school on Tuesdays, so... Cool. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back is next. Here we go. More R2 just trolling everyone. Yeah. Yes. God. I, w- I will have to say you two were laughing more than I was, and I didn't understand. Because we were watching. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but like even like some of the stuff that you guys would be laughing, I'd be like, he didn't say nothing funny. He just like made noises. If you're really paying attention, you'd understand. You'd get the context. I mean, I did, but it's like he was like, burp, 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 burp. and you two were like, ha, ha, ha. and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's funny? Well, we're more familiar with like the different personalities too. Yeah. Like oh. we've, we've spent more time with R two, and R two will troll the crap out of you, mm-hmm. like when he wants to. He's a very sassy little droid. You'll pick up more on that as we keep watching. Okay, especially with three PO. Him and three PO bicker back and forth oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I saw that whenever they were like in the desert, and but I was like, what the heck are y'all laughing <laughs> at? Uh, but yeah. All right, Empire Strikes Back's next. Uh, thanks again, everybody listening. Uh, this will probably go up either t- tonight or tomorrow. So you'll get this before the next regular episode that Matt was on because Matt was sick and then he wasn't sick and now he's sick again at the time of this recording of the <laughs> podcast that we started. Last time he was sick and then he got better and now he's sick. Matt's a confusing person to be Very, friends with. Yes. Um, it's jumbled. So, yeah, you're getting this episode before Saturday, but again... Uh, Regular episode going up this Saturday at noon, so check it out. We talked a lot about, I'll give a little teaser, I guess. There's a lot of porn talk (laughs) (laughs) on this next one coming up. But uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, hopefully next week. Fingers crossed. Yep. Thanks for listening. Hit that five-star review and... uh, Smash that like button on Facebook. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Oh, and we got a Call of Duty Mobile clan, too, if you want to join us. Spicy Gerbil, all one word. Come get some bonus experience points with us. So, stay beautiful. Bye. Bye. Later. 
you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com. Hi, Carol from L.A. here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embark Dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly border collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest-rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit.